This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. Post-credit scene podcast. We are back in the stew. Another day, another episode. I'm with the guys, Manny. I'm with Huss. I'm with Jason. Ooh, let's go. Barn, fellas. How are you? All good, Brooksy. Yeah. Good. Hey, listen. Um, coming towards the back end of the year, we've got some quality apps coming up. We've got some red carpet events coming up. We've got some junkets coming up. So keep mm. your eyes locked and loaded. We're here to talk about some of the things that we've been watching over the last few weeks. I'm just going to fly through some interesting news that's popped up in the last few days. Nice. You're going to like this one, Huss. Oh. So Sam Raimi... Um, according to Daniel RPK, who's like a big, I don't know what to call him. He's like the, he's like the, um, what's his name? Fabrizio of comic book movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So firstly, Sam Raimi is reportedly the top choice for Marvel Studios to direct both Avengers, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Saw that, yeah. Very, very interesting. Like uh, obviously his last film was Multiverse of Madness. Mixed reviews on that, but I like the touches that he did bring to the film. Hell yeah. Uh, Moon Knight and She-Hulk are reportedly getting a second season. That's again, Daniel RPK. Miss Marvel is reportedly in works for season two, which we all, I think we'll, all can all say we are looking forward to that one. I think we're going to enjoy it now after yeah. this, yeah. You, did, you like the first one? I, I, I enjoyed I, the first season anyways. Yeah, yeah. I just think uh, last episode was weak. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We enjoyed the first season. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and Kamal, uh, Imana Bellani. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Star. Amazing. I was saying to Manny, I think I've sent him a few um, TikToks. I want her on the pod. I want to interview her. Yeah. I want to interview her. She'd be great on the pod. Her quotes are amazing. So fun to talk to. Yeah. And the remaining new Spider-Man 4, Shang-Chi 2, Fantastic 4 and Deadpool 3 are all expected to set the ground for Avengers Secret Wars. Deadpool 3 is reportedly one of the most important movies of the current saga. And Marvel are very confident with it. And that's why they're only releasing one film next year, which I think we can all agree we're happy about. One film. Yeah, I think so. One important big film. Getting Se- back to basics. Selfishly, I'm not happy about it. Okay. Because oh, you want more. You want more. Yeah, but... I, I, I could have done with two. Um, and in some, some more disappointing news, I guess Melissa Barrera was fired from Scream 7. We won't go into the politics of all of that, um, but we can all say we are not happy to hear that she's been fired from the show. At all. Um, she was vocal on social media about the ongoing genocide happening in Palestine. Mm-hmm. Uh, following news was that Gen- uh, Jenna Ortega will not return for Scream 7 either. Reportedly, because of clashes in terms of schedules, I don't buy that. I yeah. don't oh, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's definitely because of smoke screens, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge yeah. smoke screens. And I was never going to watch Wednesday, but now I have to. You haven't watched <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good show. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's a good show. I heard. Um, and lastly, this one's for you, Huss. Oh, yes. Uh, David Filoni. I hope I pronounced his name properly, um, has become the chief creative officer of Lucasfilm. He will now work more directly with Kathleen Kennedy really? to oversee the next generation of Star Wars shows and movies. I saw that he made a comment about um, Chris Hayden. Um, best lightsaber fighter. Best lightsaber fighter. Fact, oh, for sure. What has sure. he been involved in before? He's mainly, like, well, from what I know, uh, he's Star Wars. It's a day animated Star Wars series. So um, Clone Wars, he done Star Wars Rebels. The Ahsoka series. Those are the highly popular. Yeah. Like he, he's, he's been one of the biggest parts of the best parts of Star Wars. In got you, got you see, uh, uh, Taika, uh, what is he? Obviously, he's he, he's doing a, a Star Wars um, film. And he uh, said people are going to hate it. Yeah. He, he, said, <laughs> he said that it's very different to a Star Wars film. A, and the cast... Or the people that have like read it have said that okay, yeah, it is a bit, it's a bit like, yeah. Speaking of Taika, he's no longer going to be involved in the in the next four film, according oh, to him. Oh no, what a shame! <laughs> but you liked Ragnarok, no? Yeah, but his time was up. Yeah, though. but the, the, the was yeah, he 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 yeah, he did too much, man. His yeah. his his feet, his time's up. You see how in Guardians we had James Gunn just 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 helm free and he just got it solidly perfect. Mm. I think Taika's. Uh, 
was only ever going to be able to do that like once or twice. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I don't think he was he was going to be able to sell us on what he wanted to do like over like three or four films. Okay. Well, that's a quick roundup of everything that was happening in uh, in the last few days, especially Marvel related. Some important and big news which we're all looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Deadpool three. Oh. I think we know what's coming in Deadpool three. Kind of anyway. We have an idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about film films and TV shows we've been watching lately. Um, I'm gonna head to you first, horse. Uh, what have you been watching lately? What have you caught in terms of film or TV? That's up to you to decide which one you want to divulge into. Uh, probably more film. Um, obviously, we've uh, watched the Hunger Games prequel. Uh, got, uh, so, uh, should we dive into that? Because uh, me and Manny have seen it as well. Jason, you seen it? No, I haven't. So, that's all you guys. Let's dive into that, man. Let's dive into it, man. Um, yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was... Um, I thought that visually it was fucking beautiful. Yeah, great film. Um, From that aesthetic. I think that the casting was really good the acting was great spot the acting was great bro he was Bola Davis cold Bo Davis cold yeah. I thought oh. Tom Blythe was amazing as well yeah cold Tom Blythe uh, uh, what's her name man oh uh, it's like a long name as well Rachel Ziegler sorry yes. Rachel Ziegler I thought she was really good and I know she gets a lot of stick online for whatever he, I, I don't, I don't even understand. I don't really want to. Yeah, and no um, need to get into the politics of that. One. Um, but she looks like she looks like a Jenna Ortega a, a little bit. I almost got them confused. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. Hey. I actually hear it. Big bad thing. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, so I'm gonna give my history. I've not seen the previous films. What? Haven't? No. Yeah. Wow. I would watch the first Hunger Games film before the prequel. So I went into it. It's good right now. <laughs> I went into I went into it blind. I'll be okay. I'll be honest. Well, luckily yeah. that was going to be my question. Prequel. Like, go on, Joe. No, no, no. My question was like uh, for people who haven't seen kind of like the uh, the the previous films, uh -huh. would that be a good entry point? And you're actually a perfect example for that. Yeah, I, and the thing is, I spoke to Manny after we watched, it and I said to him, I didn't like this. Well, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I just felt quite neutral. Okay. Um, but then I sat down, saw some reviews and reviews, shall I say? Um, and I really enjoyed the film, man. Like the acting was great. Personally. Are you going to watch the the, the free? Yeah, I plan to. I plan to definitely. All right, good. Because uh, there were some amazing nods. Like, yeah, I can imagine because I've seen stuff on TikTok that has sort of followed. They've kind of linked the two, the the prequels and the sequels. And Correct. Like, like even like the songs they they they, they sang. They sang at the, at the end. It's amazing knowing that um that she was the writer of those songs, whereas those became two of the Rebellion's most used songs in okay. in, the, in, the, in the trilogy. Sick. So like when Jennifer Lawrence, mm -hmm. um in the original, <clears throat> she sung those songs and then the troops started singing them. Mm -hmm. and it was like you, you. okay. Coming down the thing. Having a good time. Strange things are happening at that. Okay, it's cold, it's cold. Don't, don't, don't copyright me because it was, it, was, it, was, it was smooth. Um, Trust me, but, no one's going to copyright <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're fine. I think you're good. <laughs> but yeah, like, like those were all like incredible like nods. And then like now I, so I am now rewatching the, I said trilogies, four films. Yeah, it's four, four films. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. the, the final part is split into two, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm watching the four films now and I'm at the part uh, literally where they sing the songs and they actually do mention who wrote the song, which is incredible. Do you know what I mean? So like now that we get the little nod back, I'm like, what is this wavy? And that's before the books, that, that's before the prequel book even came out. Okay, cool. By the way, so that means that it's kind of like a like a Jackie Rowling thing where like Jackie Rowling like had like nods to kind of like other books that she was, she was like working on. <laughs> like not that they were out yet or mm -hmm. something but she would just work on them so she put small stuff in like uh what's his name um newt and newt 
Scamander. Yeah, wherever him. He was he, like his books weren't even written yet, and he was already writing about him. Yeah. In the um in the Harry Potter books, so it was kind of like that, man. Mm-hmm. But um we have an explainer on Hunger Games coming out, but by the time this this episode out, so make sure you check out on our YouTube and our Instagram. But it dives in into five, six reasons, uh, six differences between the books and the uh, film. little self plug there. I like it, very smooth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the film. I think the third act was my biggest issue. Um, really? No, sorry, that's a lie. But the third and the first, for different reasons. I think that the third needed more flushing out in terms of the story. I feel like that sort of dynamic between Snow and um, what's her name, the character, Gray, and Lucy Gray was a Lucy bit rushed Gray, for me. Whereas the and the first act took too long to really like set the precedent for the film. Whereas I really liked the second act of the film. I thought that was the strongest part for me. Yeah. Do, do you know what is so crazy? Obviously, you've seen you've seen, you've, you've seen the first one, so you, yeah. you so you should know this, but. Um, the way that they get from being uh, uh, from the fucking reaping to the actual um, capital and that kind of stuff, like, was so quick. And it's like in the first in in the in the um, original, they get treated like kings and queens. Like they get put in this really high tech train and they get fed and there's like Your a tea is they, the tea is yeah. and they get put in like these gowns and <clears throat> makeup and everything. Da, da, da. So the concept of the games wasn't wasn't built yet because now obviously we find out that Snow kind of built these customs like you have to make people feel like they're doing this for like a reason right yeah and then um but like in the prequel they came in some some dusty train they were put in a zoo you know what i mean evan they evan they got they got told to fight in three days mm-hmm. mad quick whereas like that's not how it was mm-hmm. so kind of seeing that like progression um and how back then it was even more savage to what we saw is nuts it's so and like how like the capital has gone from being that this um or panem has gone from being this uh it showed the importance of the districts uh-huh. like what you what, what, what you'll see in the original is that is that president snow he talks about like the importance of the 12 districts he mm-hmm. says every single district has a job like every district is like, like there's like farmers there's miners there's electricians there's an army blah, blah, blah. every district has like a job and they feed the capital as the heartbeat <clears throat> right and you don't really see that in the prequel because the capital's still a bit dusty yeah, 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 still naturally. a bit dusty blah, blah. whereas in the thingy you can tell 60 years later it's worked mm. like the capital is beautiful and all the are dying but the capital is stunning you know what I mean and they're rich and they're flourishing and there's this high tech and blah 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 <clears throat> yeah it was cool kind of like seeing that kind of like progression as to how it was before um, the world building was fantastic for me oh yeah the set design for me on this film was, was amazing the production superb uh, really immersed you in that sort of time period um, and I love the themes of the film man like you can forget there's like oppression and control rebellion privilege classism good versus evil those themes are so important to the story of and me speaking from the perspective of someone that hasn't seen the first four films that came out so Mm. really enjoyed it and Jason Schwartzman as the sort of I don't know his character's name but he played the host of the games yeah great usage of sort of Lucky Vickerman yeah he was great in terms of like the comic relief from sort of the darker themes bro so in the original there's a person that plays it that plays um, the host and it's played by the same uh, actor, oh, okay. uh, which is really, really funny, but obviously, we just made him look like a lot younger. Yeah. But, the, oh, but oh, he's Jason, cool. was it Jason Schwartzman that I believe so? Oh, okay, cool, yeah, I, I believe so. If okay, not, cool. but he's Caesar Flickerman, so they're ancestors. Okay. Like, we don't know if it's that that's his son or whatever yeah. it is. 
but like it was a fantastic nod it was a really really brilliant nod okay. uh, because Caesar is also kind of like oblivious to kind of like what's really going on do you know what I'm saying and that kind of stuff and yeah nah, it's, it's, um, it's really good and sorry one of one of the biggest things that I thought was showed like Snow's character and Snow's development which was, I, I thought was the, was like the, was like the dopest the first scene when 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 you met his family and then he called his cousin Tigerus right Tigerus is a, in the original plays a really small role <coughs> but basically she's in like the fourth one or yeah, in the last one she houses the rebels in her yard but basically she's kind of spoiler, she is no? literally huh? kind of a spoiler no Oh, okay. Then. I mean, we are, we are acting, <laughs> yeah. man. I can't be too mad at you. It was a spoiler, but but I, I haven't said, but the, I haven't fine, said the actual spoiler. I, I know, but I, I wouldn't expect her to be housing the the, the rebels. Yeah, man, well, you, you would because right at the end, okay, she she said to him, yeah, keep going, more spoilers. that you're not yeah, okay. No, 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 no. Right <laughs> at the end of the of the of the prequel. Mm -hmm. He said, "How do I look?" And then she was like, "You look like your father." Whereas, like for the whole film, okay, she, she was saying, saying that "You're not your dad." Exactly, yeah. exactly. So like, like, and and he he gave her like like a look, but now I can't see my point because yeah, I could still move on. Hey, Jason, over to you, bro. Um, cool. What have you been watching, bro? Oh, I always man. feel like you've no no I no I saw no offense. I feel like you've always got something quite obscure that no one else has watched. Obscure, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess so. Like Maybe documentary. Uh, you watch like horror dramas, though. I do love horror dramas. I've been watching quite a few, but I fell back into my animation bag a little bit because I've been missing out on a lot, kind of like throughout the year. But the latest one that I've been seeing was uh, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Okay. Oh, is it? And um, obviously, it's a spin-off uh, based on the um, film and the graphic novel. Uh, who I um, can't remember the author of it, but uh, it's essentially kind of like a alternate retelling of the film. What happened? Most cool. of the main cast uh, from the actual 2010 film uh, reprise the role. So you've got um, uh, Chris Evans back. You've got. Uh, why is it falling out of my head? Um, I don't know. Yeah, let me, let me, me get the cast list up. But what, uh, did you, what, did you, what have you enjoyed about it so far? And why, why would you say people should watch it if you think they should? Um, if Well, first of all, if you're a fan of the Scott Pilgrim film, 100% watch it. it. You would think... So the first episode starts off as a uh, one-for-one retelling of the film. And then it kind of like flips it on its head towards the end. And I'm not sure if I'm going to spoil it. I mean... Now, I'll leave it, especially for people who are going to enjoy it. But what it does do is throughout the subsequent episodes, it gives a lot more life to the other characters, such as like Ramona Flowers, who's kind of <clears> the main girl. But within the first film, she was always kind of like seen as an object to be won. Okay. And that might be kind of like, you know, the point of the film in terms of like the objectification of uh, women through a men's eyes or anything like that. Mel Gaze, okay. But... Um, uh, within within the anime uh, animated series like she's got a lot more agency within herself and even the villains throughout the uh show they've get a lot more fleshing out mm -hmm. you know in the films they were just like objects to be beaten for scott to then get ramona but throughout the film they've got their own motivations you know like in the film they all had their heart broken by ramona flowers and we never know exactly why they had the heart broken we just okay. saw her as a you know heartbreaker <coughs> but me within the series you know we see the motivations and what actually drove them to the point where they are and it it's it's a lovely way where kind of like um the people who create this show understand kind of like the 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 
the franchise that they got okay. and then kind of like they're able to flesh it out and build on top of it rather than kind of like taking it apart and taking away like some other series but Manny, were you, would you say you were looking forward to this prior to it coming out or was it something? Um, yes, I've, I haven't watched the original film. If I did, I definitely can't remember it. Mm. But it's like a cult classic. Like, like, okay. Like, yeah. I know people that have watched it, they love it. Like, they, 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 they do. Say, like, they do. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know anybody that, not that many people that have watched the film and don't like, really, really love mm-hmm. it. Even though it's not the most popular film mm-hmm. uh, for the most. People that have seen it love it. And, the, yeah. 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 And you know what's funny? Jason uh, Schwartzman. He's one of the evil exes in, in the Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's getting busy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair right. enough. Any, yeah, bills to pay. <laughs> exactly. Any other thoughts, Jason? You wanted to show on it before we move on? Uh, no, other than kind of like the animation is absolutely beautiful. I think it takes a lot of kind of like uh, the... Because <clears throat> it's also kind of like an arcade game and they take kind of like the art style from that and it just kind of like blends in seamlessly as a... So animation like it looks a little bit pixelated mm-hmm. but just really really pretty to watch so cool. definitely recommend to watch if you like the series quick question has anyone been watching invincible yes sir oh, manny over to you because i haven't yeah. and I, I know i should have um so and can I, you like and i really want to sum it up for me have, uh, have you guys not watched invincible like, i haven't watched season one no no, no i haven't seen one either Okay, um, so I, I actually plan to though. Okay, so no, I'm, 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 I'm here trying to convince Invincible, you to Invincible watch it. was good. Um, Invincible essentially is a. This is a social cut. Yeah, cool. So, 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 pressure's on you. Pressure's yeah. on you. Here we so go. This one, nigga. <laughs> watch Invincible is essentially a superhero film that kind of. It kind of flips the. Like, you see how The Boys has um, Homelander. Mm. It's meant to be, like, obviously Superman. Mm hmm. We have a similar character in Omni Man, and I don't want to spoil it too much because there's a huge spoiler with mm. the first episode. Like the thing about it, like this, I'll say this: if you watch the first episode of Invincible, that's all I'm asking. Watch the first episode, guarantee you watch the rest of the first season. Of the first season, watch mm. the first episode. Is it a show you have to, to kind of focus on though? It's not. Not, not really. Not really. It's, okay. it's not. It's not succession. <laughs> I mean, you know, it ain't so good. <laughs> it's not like it's not intense. What well, you do get intense parts, but for the most part, it's it's a, it's a cartoon. Mm. But they have like scenes that are very very brazy, and the characters are great. Um, they're enjoyable to actually listen and watch to. Um, and now they started doing like um, so. The fin- season one finished, and there's a character called Adam Eve, who's like one of the main supporting characters. Mm. And now she has her own her own episode um, mm. within within Prime. So if you want to watch, you can watch that separately if you want to. As well, um, but I think I'm gonna start doing that a few times. I'm gonna get like random characters and just make a whole uh, episode, like an hour episode for them, it's which a, is actually good. It's like when when Disney started doing these like two minute shorts of like different adventures. No, no, no. It was characters from like their like Disney films, like The Little Mermaid or oh, okay, or, okay, or whatever it was. But it was like the side characters, like oh, like I don't know, give me like a um, like the, t- the, uh, the yeah, yeah, like he would do like a little mission for like for like four minutes. Okay. You know what I mean? And they, 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 they used to they do that a lot on the old VHS tapes. Bear, we used to do that. Bear, but it was it was, it was yeah. good though. But this would be like a fully fleshed out episode, and mm. you don't have to watch that episode to understand what's happening mm. in season one or season two. Mm. Like the episode of Adam Eve, it's like very important to Adam Eve's character. But if I didn't, if I didn't watch uh, Adam Eve, what is even Adam Eve? Adam Eve. If I didn't watch that episode, it wouldn't make any difference to how I enjoy season mm. one and season two. It just gives me a better understanding of her family uh, background. But season two, sell it. Why? Why? What's What's been so good about season two? Um, like, I know so, they're split in half, right? So like, yeah, so coming out in January. Right now it's on. A what? Mid, yeah, right That's now. It's, yeah, they just right had, had the mid-season, mid-season break. Finale. We've had four episodes. Um, 
And I know, like, the way season one starts off on the very first episode, like, something brazy what happens right at the end of the episode. And now the whole episode is shrouded in mystery. You want to find out what's actually going on and you don't find that out until the end. Um, but th- we don't get that in at, a bit, at this season, which is fine. You don't need, like, a big surprise every, every, every single season. Mm. But so far, it's been consistently good. There's still, like, there's still multiple questions about certain characters. Um, it's kind of hard to talk about season two to people that haven't watched season one without spoiling it. Mm. Um, because it's still this overarching questions of why someone did something. Um and why it took so long to do it. Um, that's all I can really say for somebody that doesn't watch it. But wow. I'm telling you, um, <coughs> Invincible may be, as far as I can remember, it's definitely the best animated superhero cartoon I've watched in, in the last 10, 15 years. Oh, right. Holy shit. It's a big, it's that is That's high praise. That's high praise. That's very high praise. That's high praise. Come I on. disagree, but definitely here you go. <laughs> Clone Wars, the that's what I'm saying. Animated thing. Uh, but to be fair, he's talking about superhero. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Star Wars uh, <coughs> superhero. Uh, but then again, you know, uh, I've been um, that man ninja exists. I've been watching okay. a few things. Uh, so the Crown season six is out and it's had mixed reviews. It's been, it's generally speaking, a a very uh, highly praised series. Um, it follows the generally rain. speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for the first four seasons, outrageous reviews, man. Like people loved it. And this is season six. This is now season six, part one. Um, and I understand why people would feel as though it's not the type of show they would want to watch. I had that same mentality going into it when I started it. But why would people say that? Why? Because <clears throat> it follows the monarchy, the queen. Uh, yeah. Not everyone uh, is a royalist or cares about the royals. Yeah. Um, I guess especially from our community to a degree. I think our parents, my mum loves the royals, man. Like, crazy. Like. Um, but I, I've never I had think that. my mum cares. Oh, did your mom, was your mum like a Diana person? Though? Yeah. I think everyone's parents think everyone's were parents. as in like I, I think yeah. I think that's you know what I'm saying. I'm not, like, was a I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think apart from the one family, family that mattered. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bye. Hey. Bro. Hey. hey. If Carl cuts that up, that was Manny's words. Run it, fam. Here is his address. All <laughs> an opinion. Bro, him and my him my mum can can like she can like uh, recall the whole uh, funeral. She'll be like, oh. Elton John performed yeah. this and that. Da, da, da. She, she, she'll tell me everything. I'm like, all right, is that no more dog? It's that and, and, and Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and even I was there. So, my right. thoughts on The Crown, if I can get them out. Uh, my thoughts on The Crown are, well, I like season six. I can understand why some people didn't because they feel as though it was kind of a rehash of the film The Queen, which starred uh, Dame. Helen Mirren, I believe yeah. she's a dame. I hope she's a dame. But Helen Mirren, um, did the, Bond. yeah. So she did the Queen into like 2006, which kind of fo- followed the death of Diana and the aftermath and mm. the Queen's relationship with the, with the Prime Minister at the time, Tony Blair, and how that sort of all panned out. How she didn't want to, for, for whatever reason, ev- evoke the emotion of the country. The country were very emotive about Diana, and she wanted to offer this sort of staunch, um, ad, sort of persona. Yeah. and maintain sort of the monarchy if you like whereas the country was in mourning mm. um, and, and the crown kind of follows the same story I really enjoyed this part I thought the acting was great it stars um, Elizabeth oh, what's her name sorry uh, Dominic West is Prince Charles um, and he does oh really yeah yeah, yeah. Prince Charles sorry from the wild my guy yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. and Elizabeth Debicki plays I knew you look familiar Elizabeth Debicki plays uh, Princess Diana and she does a fantastic job of Diana yeah, imagine getting asked to play Princess 
Diana. That's it's hard, yeah, man. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a big gig. It's a massive gig. And she does a really, really good job. Um, and the first part of season six, uh, part one, sort of chronicles the death of Diana and everything that led up to it. Yeah. And some people aren't happy with that because they're like, this series is meant to focus on Queen Elizabeth and the monarchy and her her as a person. This is meant to be about her, not about yeah. Diana. But at the end of the day, for me personally, Diana was such an important part of the monarchy, even though she wasn't in the family, she was such an important aspect of that period in time. You, I personally don't think you can you can avoid it. Yeah. I think you have to yeah. you have to cover it. Um, and some people are unhappy with the way certain characters are depicted. Charles is depicted in a much favourable manner in this what, part in the, in the in the Crown in season six season, part one. Really? He's depicted in a much favourable manner um, than he had been in maybe in previous seasons, and maybe how he was in real life. Which I think is part of the criticism people have. Um, some people also feel it's just dis distasteful to sort of rehash this again and again and again in terms of the story. But I think it was an important part. Interestingly, the guy that wrote, uh, wrote the Queen, he also now directs, I believe he directs The Crown. Oh, wow, crazy. Okay. Um, and, and for, for oh, me personally, overall, it's, it's a good series. It's a very good series. I'd say the previous seasons did a really good job just to round up of... Immersing you in that time period through the acting and through the set design and the quality of the sort of aesthetics. Um, casting is superb for the first four, five, six seasons. Out outrageous casting. There's some great actors. Olivia Coleman, for example. My, my, my you know, <laughs> Olivia Coleman. She's so cold, man. She's all time, man. She, oh, yeah. She, she's one of my favorites. Matt Smith, Claire Foy, Vanessa Kirby, like some great. I love Matt Smith. Great actors, man. Um, and I think also what it did was it kind of linked the politics to the monarchy. And you could kind of see the Queen's relationship with sort of different politicians mm. and how politics impacts the monarchy and the monarchy impacts politics in a way we wouldn't imagine. Um, and it starts to step away from that as the seasons go on. And I think that's another one of people's critiques is that it shifts away from that focus of politics and the Queen and focuses on the glamour and the the, the sadness of the sort of Diana Charles period. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah, for sure. let's not forget Dodie who also died in that crash Dodie fired. So. And lastly... Mohammed Al Fayed is depicted in in quite a grotesque manner, man. Like he he comes across quite monsterly and like yeah, not favorably, not favorably. I would say racism is strong, um, <laughs> which speaks to different things. So yeah, we'll, yeah, I'll leave it there. But the Crown, uh, we've obviously got season six, part two. We're going to be doing the red carpet, uh, which is going to be a really really good opportunity for the boys. You know the vibes. Yes, um, so yeah, we're freezing, bruv. Looking forward to that one. That's what I've been watching. At the Royal... You tell me, bro. You know what? Let, 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 let me not even tell you, man. You will pull up and start fanboying me. You'll see, it, you'll see it on the socials anyway. <laughs> you'll see it on the socials. Um, Huss, recently you watched a film. What did you watch, bro? Napoleon. I, okay. I thought you was going to go with someone else. Napoleon, talk to me about Napoleon. You watched something else this week, bro. You watched it like Friday. Go Napoleon first, though. It's fine. You, well, Colleen. You watched Napoleon, man. It's fine. Talk to Napoleon. Us. Yeah, man. Uh, I was telling the boys off camera, which I probably shouldn't have, but I'll tell you guys on, on camera. Um, I believe that they told the wrong story. <coughs> um, what story did, did they tell? They told a indicted love story, I think. I think they told... Do you, um, do you not like love? I love love. Uh, love, love. Love love, loves me. I love love. It loves love. Um, but, you know... Lovely. 
Lovely. Mm. I was saying to the boys, obviously, uh, I think really Scott, it was a very egotistical film from from himself. I th- Do you think I, he's an egotistical man? I think he proved to me th- in this one that he may be. But I think most that uh, most directors are that are like specific with like with like historical dramas because they want to make them like. I think there's certain times where you do a biopic or you or you do like these these um these historical like dramas and if the story is told really well and, and it's written about the intricacy of somebody's somebody's life mm-hmm. i think that director has taken more time out to tell that story correctly i think when it is <clears throat> it is it is uh kind of like it's kind of generalized and there's not much detail going into it i think the director is doing it for themselves to show the art that they can present what did you want from the film that you didn't get i spoke to charles about this earlier i i i really wanted it to be uh, a different story to, to be told um, you can tell that the story was written based off of the stolen letters between uh, josephine and um phoenix uh, phoenix and uh and um yeah. napoleon yeah. um and the story was definitely told on those basis there was, there was even quotes from the letters that were said in the story which you couldn't have known that he what setting that was said in but i guess that's the point of an mm-hmm. adaptation um but i wish they told the story of how he became so <coughs> revered feared loved um you know and uh like i wish they told that that story like at the end where they put like the stat up and they said like three million people died under his um Rule. Under his feet, no, uh, under his wing, which is a, okay. which is, which is a, which is a big point. So, like loyalists and armies that joined him, three million people of his own people or other countries' allies died fighting for him, mm-hmm. and that's more people than like the fucking Holocaust and that kind of stuff. So, like, we didn't, we didn't ever get a moment to actually find out why people loved him and wanted to die for him at every single second we got small tiny bits like at the end where he convinced like 30 men to back him but then like other than that okay it was like bruv like like there was no why would i back you you know why would three million man die for you he got exiled twice and came back twice do you know what i'm saying and and people still and people still backed him <laughs> but i don't understand like yeah he was a war tactician but we but we didn't even see much of that so like i just think it was the wrong story was told it like like a love story was was told but we had an opportunity to learn about such a complicated and complex fellow and we i don't think we got that in 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 its entirety we yeah. only got that when he when he was communicating with josephine that's the most dynamic we ever saw him when he was having tantrums and um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. moving sexually weird, and you know, you know, trying to have a baby with her. Da, da, da. It was weird, isn't it? but like other than that, we didn't see his intricacies. Don't you think? Um, don't you think he? There's a possibility. Then I haven't seen the film that if he had struck a better balance of the dynamic with Josephine alongside that, it, it would have made a more balanced film. Because I wouldn't want to just see a film about war and. And that aspect, I would also like to see that the relationship with Josephine because that's what makes people. Right? It was so key. It, it, like, look, look. First of all, Vanessa Kirby, The casting for this film, by the way, was just incredible. Well, I've seen critiques of Joaquin Phoenix being too old for the role, and actually, he was age appropriate. I saw something saying that it should have been because at the time of when he was. When the film was set, he would have been a younger version of. The, of oh yes, but when but when they fast forwarded like fifteen years. Okay, cool. So it kind of made sense. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Um, There's no point casting two people for for one yeah. role. 
especially when it's him, who can play a different version of Hockey Phoenix? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's 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 just lit himself. You know what I mean? But like, if you've got Wacky Phoenix. You utilize him to the, you, to the match. Exactly, yeah, exactly, man. Like, I, money's worth. I, I, I think that's like that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that's like nitpicking. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But like. Obviously, they had to. Um, I think Charles made a comment earlier. He said, "Like, um, how is it? How is it a three-hour film?" And I still feel that it was rushed, you know. And I, f- I, f- I, f- I feel like that was them trying to get as much in as possible. But for me, it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough of his story. Towards the end, you got to know him like, like a like a like a like a lot more through his um, through his like his like his, um, his 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 exile. There was even parts, Charles. Like, I don't know if you remember this, but there was even parts where they spoke about his hatred for for England, but never told us why never told us why they beat England and that stuff. a lot of it in fact but like a lot of it was left to the assumption of like oh you you learned this in school do you know what yeah. I mean and that was that was very very difficult because it's like bruv like I've come here so you could tell me this story you could retell me this story and I, I the first the first 30 minutes bro, of the film I was so confused because it's all about the politics and they gave us like two lines right at the start I, I, I was trying to figure out whose party is who also the fact that they don't speak French <clears throat> is fucking annoying okay that is so yeah, annoying I find it really jarring when um, well, Hollywood does that when you have a film set in, in France yeah in Spain, France or like, yeah they all speak English uh, it was the most annoying thing would make it wavier. It, uh, it would have made it so we all type vibes or something yeah. perfect. But it, it would have been wavy because yeah. because the British and the Russians in in uh, his, like historically negotiated in English, and so did Napoleon, mm-hmm. right? So the amazing thing w- w- would have been to come out of the subtitles, and when they had those little conversations in the war rooms and that, to break out into English would have been outstanding. It would have been such oh, yeah. a cool touch, I'm with you. right? Because when the countries are coming away from 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 like their environments and kind of like fr- uh, fr- like uh, like thriving. Also, the fact that it was over like 20 years, like 30 years that the film was kind of like based in, mm-hmm. as we know from the experience that we dropped on PCS, a podcast, uh, you can see it on, 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 uh, on YouTube and Instagram, that he eventually learned very good English. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, even if he started off slow and then got there towards the end, run it. Mm. Uh, do you know what I mean? There was there was a part where his wife got like sent away after he like uh, divorced her, and she spoke to the maid in French. Confused everything even more because now I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we just so spent, we, speak we just spent the whole film yeah, not speaking French. Four. We spent the whole film not speaking French, and then and then she comes to the yard and says like three, four words in French, and then the girl <clears throat> replies in French, and then she goes okay, and then walks away. I'm like, what's going on? Mm. So it was. Like I was saying, I think the Scott, I think the film was for Ridley Scott. I don't think it was for, I, I don't think the right story of Napoleon was told. Okay. My overrating for the film, just to I can say, yeah, is, yeah. Um, my PCS rating is is a six point four, um, which I still think is good because visually it was fantastic. It looked great, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it looks. You would imagine so Apple Plus TV production. Facts, facts. Uh, facts. Yeah. Even like the settings of like the the uh, the, the war settings and <coughs> in like Egypt and and that because beautiful, stunning, really really beautiful. Um, but yeah, let's go on to Wonka quickly. Wonka Lean this week. Uh, what did you think of it? I loved it. I loved it. And I thought I was. So, I said to again. Loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Wow, I that so, is interesting. Firstly, it's, it's a musical, and I was thrown off at first. I was like, "Fuck it." Why are you thrown off? I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just that's I, what it is. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I went into it forgetting that that. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And after the first song, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I like the way it was used to narrate the film yeah. and narrate particular parts of the film." It was a lot smoother than the original. Yeah, a lot um, smoother. 
it was fun, humorous, feel good. Um, I, I still like some of the themes that are told within it in terms of chasing your dreams and being aspirational. And by the way, also up. set in France when and no one spoke French. Stress me out too. But that, but that is more of a fantasy. It's, it's a kids' film, so it's a kids' so, film. It's, so a kids we film. Can, it's legit a kids' film, and it's a feel-good kids' film coming out at the right time, sort of towards Christmas period. Mm. Um, Perfect Christmas film. Yeah, really, really good, man. Like, I, I just, I don't really have many critiques. I enjoyed it for what it was. I had a when I sent my feedback to Warner. Shout out to Warner. Um, I said I've got him, a question, but I'll let us. Mm. I sent my feedback to him. I said to him that it was a perfect Christmas film, da 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 da. Uh, but the one note that I had, which was, was my same note for Charlie and um, Short Factory in 2006, um, was that I, I wished they told more of the backstory of when he was traveling and when he was going to, like, you know, country to country. There was a few, like. Oh, okay, the, yeah. They just they threw little little bits in there, but didn't that, really d- dive into it. Even if it but was. But then it's a kid's film, bro. Yeah, but even if it was right at the start. You see, see like, you see, like, right at the start, like, he got off the the, the boat and started singing and yeah, just, like, yeah. found his pace and went straight into it. Even though I love that scene. I love the other scene was fantastic. Okay. Where, like, he ends up in the home, yeah, right? In the inn, yeah, yeah. So good, right? But, but could they have spent seven minutes at the start or maybe five minutes just going from uh like country to country having little snippets of like what he what he has been doing even doing a song then do you know what i'm saying uh, and that kind of stuff uh, until we, uh, you know until like we get to it because in charlie and the, and the truck factory he only tells the stories when he goes into each room mm-hmm. and then he tells the stories about how he found these people da, 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 da. <coughs> but it's I, I think it's such beautiful parts mm. and i wish we had more of that in this one so mm. then we can get to know him more because i thought that was the point Right, like the point was to was to get to know his how his backstory, he, right? Exactly. Whereas it we still got to was, know, a, it still is. A, there is still large aspects of the origin. One hundred percent. It was my only snag, but it's a prequel. Yeah. So they have a lot more room. Uh, how is Timothy Chalamet as one? He's good. In comparison. But that was the best. He's good. That was the best I've seen him in a film for a long time. He was good. Yeah, I have okay. no. Yeah, good. Did did. Bro, he's a model, isn't it? Have you guys watched like the original and the uh, Johnny Depp one? Yep. How about? is he in comparison to those two? Just out of curiosity. Well, Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp, though, isn't it? So it's chill. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. But like, how is he as Wonka? Because I, I, I think really was it Gene Wilder who's the original one? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think he's still the best Wonka. Where does he rank in in those three? He's, he's a lot more like Johnny than than Gene. Then he is okay because cool, 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 cool. Johnny was weird. Right, was Gene was like comical and kind of like, like he was more of the. He's a little bit creepy. As he well. was, he, but yeah, he was more of the of the magician. He was a lot more like animated, mm. whereas like Johnny was was a was a lot more like he was like this anxious Willy Wonka that's gone through a lot of trauma. But at the same time, he was still uh, mystical and mm. like have fun. Timmy definitely gave more of that, that. Okay. than okay. he gave of Gene. Charismatic as well though He's very charismatic On the screen I like the relationship With Noodle Carla, uh, Carla Lane Oh shout out to Noodle man Noodle Noodle's a great character Very well utilised Shout out to Noodle um, Keegan Michael Key As the chief officer was Bro funny. He was funny He man. was superb Him Matt Lucas And I think it's Patterson Joseph They were they were great for the They film. were so yeah, good yeah, man. Were, Matt no, Lucas was hilarious like, some, of the, some of the jokes They landed beautifully man I can't lie Bro, like, It's a good you man we're, like we're all hitting thirty soon, yeah. Okay, or like, or or some, or, or we're there, yeah. yeah boom, right. I can say to you. But I promise you, yeah. If you laugh at this film, I felt childish laughing at, at this film. It was funny, man. It was actually funny. It was, it was generally funny. That's, but that's good then. That's yeah, no, facts. Like, facts. They used Matt Lucas beautifully, bro. Yeah, he was great. Fantastically. And lastly, my last shout is Olivia Coleman. Her versatility as mm. an actress. She's in there as well. She's in the yeah, film, bro. bro. My goat, bro. 
she is her versatility is dumb and I thought she was great Rowan Atkinson's in the film as well so overall man I wish they gave him a little bit of a there was some blasphemy though I didn't like that man yeah uh, the blasphemy kind of threw me off a bit I should have thrown that in my in my message to Warner but <laughs> yeah, what was it? change the film it just, the, just again the utilisation of sort of religion okay and what well, you assume to be Christianity so yeah I, I, I wasn't a fan of that but overall enjoy the film I'd give it like a a 7 you know I think I gave it a 7.2 I'm gonna go 7 it's a good film yeah 7.2 for me man um, oh, Manny solid. over to you bro what was you gonna, what was you gonna say something no oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm happy to freestyle um, no no um, what, what have you been watching and a reason I ask is uh, we haven't spoke to you for a while I wanna hear your voice I wanna hear from sure. you sure um, other things that I've been watching I don't think I've watched um, many films that we haven't already discussed but I guess the final season of Attack on Titan Oh. Uh, concluded the other day and essentially like the probably the biggest anime to come out in the last 10-15 years um, yeah. well, Social probably color. the biggest anime to come out since um, Dragon Ball probably I would say damn really oh. yeah Naruto, actually as a, as a as a as a worldwide do you know what do you know what, fair play I, I, like, as a worldwide I, phenomenon yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That, I agree I agree it's, it's that anime that put quite a lot of people on, on, on anime, anime in anime. general if yeah. I, conclude, I hear you after, after 10 years um it's, there's like 149 chapters. I don't know how many episodes there are, but yes, it's a really good anime. A lot of people love it. It's got a big fan in base. In the hundreds um, at this point. Quite a lot of controversy in terms of how it ended. Um, quite a lot of complaints. I didn't like <coughs> I know they improved it quite a lot in the anime. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that's it really. I haven't really watched um, that many things. Okay. But I'll, 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 spit, I'll, I'll throw one back at you. Pause. Yo, crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Throwing things back at each other. God Hurry. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Let that cutie breathe. Good one. Good reference. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah. hilarious. Um, I've been watching The Morning Show, which Manny put me onto. It's, uh, it's an Apple Plus TV series. Uh, yeah, I need to get on that. I can't lie, the marketing has got me, you know. I feel, I feel like I'm... Um, it's, it's good. I, How are you finding season three? Better than two, I think. What, what episode are you I on? hated two. It felt, it felt like it became a bit of a parody. Yeah, it felt like it became a bit of a parody. Okay. I loved loved one. One is one is fucking good, man. Mm. Um, so it's a an American drama series. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. Can I just say Reese Witherspoon in this series is phenomenal. Yep. She, really? She is absolutely. Even, I can't lie, even Jennifer Aniston. Jenna, really surprised. Is she paying? I mean, she's Jennifer. Aniston, she looks like bro. Jennifer Aniston, just the older version. Yeah. Reese, Reese Witherspoon though superb yeah. Steve Carell is in this he ah, does a really he's really really good yeah. um, and it basically follows a, a morning show um, and the sort of enabling of sexual abuse and sexual manipulation and by a male anchor on the show Steve Carell plays that role obviously it's quite it's quite grim at times um, it stars also uh, Billy Crudrop as a guy called Corey who sort of like is the head runner of, of, uh, of the network mm-hmm. um, Gugu Mbata Raw shout out to Gugu she's you are you are an amazing woman. Yeah, wherever you yeah, are in is. the world, uh, friend of the show, friend of the show, girlfriend of the show. I'll take it, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the series is really good. It, again, the themes are very important in terms of like sexual misconduct, um, enabling of the sexual misconduct, um, and and the role we can play as people without realizing that things are happening around us yeah. because we are going to get to the top. It doesn't matter what happens to other people around us. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I noticed that they do really well that obviously the origin of the premise is sexual misconduct and sexual harassment but they also move on to like systematic systematic issues that big companies have yeah. so it's not just about um, it moves on to like also racism bullying and things along the line I think they handle it quite really well yeah in terms th- of, I agree with that and, and also looking into how like 
the most normal human being allows shit to happen and is also complicit within it. Yeah, um, complicity is when, important. When yeah. you get to certain episodes in, in season four, it spun me how two season four or three, three sorry, season three because I'm on episode four. I was thinking <laughs> two, two characters that are essentially um, morally upright allow themselves to, I guess, be used by the system mm. to better themselves but even if whether they regret or not afterwards it's still something that's very human within people yeah and i think they do a good, a good job show, showcase that no the issue is not just the perpetrators also the people that are around it that are complicit within it because if you weren't complicit and you didn't allow it to happen it wouldn't happen yeah i agree yeah. man it, like the exploration of like abuse and power in various aspects is told very well and the lengths that people will go to to even maintain their status or to further expand their status whilst knowing bad things are happening is is an important part of the show for me and how we can all be complicit as Manny said so yeah. good series man yeah. um I, I do think the quality has sort of dropped for me from season one but that's just me um i'm enjoying season three again i'll definitely recommend it i've also just a quick random one I've been watching i rewatched uh days of future past because because of Manny. <laughs> okay. a great cup, by the way. Um, great cup. It's, just, it's just a great film okay it's just, just a great, it's just a great film and i rewatched no way home Great film, great yeah. film, mm. and I forgot how good William Defoe was in that film. Yeah, mm. like Defoe was. What the fuck was he, he on? Was so good, so old man. What was he on? And I really want an Andrew Garfield Spider Man film now. I'm the same. I really want an Andrew Garfield Spider Man film. I'd love it. I, 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 well. I don't even mind having him as like a multiverse version. Like, like I saw like someone say, how cool would it be to have his story after he after he came back through the portal? Mm. I was like, that would be a dope story That'd because be like cool. he just had that experience. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I Sony's on an up and up I at want, the moment. I won the version before he went through the portal because he, well, when he was oh, going he through spoke that about trauma, how dark and 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 in oh my days, yeah. and I then won the version before that, and then right at the end, the last scene, he sees the portal open, everything just ends there. Yeah, that, that Sony, sign him up, that sign him up. Wait, sign him up, Sony. Run me the contract, man. What's going apparently, on? Apparently, apparently, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. In terms of the Marvel Sony, I heard this is gonna merge into the sort of the Sony universe, and I heard that they're so Venom, Craven, Morbius, yes. yeah, Sinister Six, and that thing. Oh. yeah, but to, to be honest, like, 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 uh, theme, um, I worked on the release for Morbius a couple of years ago, and, and poor you, they were saying, sorry, sorry, son. yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, shut up, um, <laughs> and they told us from then early that like the plan was always to do a Sinister Six film, um, and then obviously with. Uh, they so what's so funny is that usually Sony would react as Marvel do so if Marvel are doing super well so they're like alright cool let's make like the eight films yeah. then because Marvel have, have have now not been have been getting like you know critical they've been getting pammed they've been getting pammed just pammed. okay Sony, yeah. so, so Sony like, like they slowed down heavily they slowed they, down heavily and they're focusing on things that they've kind of like okay, oh Madden, the, the Madden Web that? films been mixed with. I can't lie I read the Madam Web co uh, comics and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was so confused by the trailer because half of them are called Spider Girl. So I was like, "What's going on? Like, what are their names going to be in this thing?" I was so confused. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that what there's five of them or six of them. I'm pretty sure like three of them are literally called Spider Girl. Yeah. So now I'm like, what happens? Do you know what I mean? And usually they're in different universes. So I think there's going to be something to, to do with that, with like how they may be entities of different people within different universes and that this person and, but I don't know. But like overall though, the Madam Web stuff in Spider-Verse was, was incredible. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, they're so cool in that. So like, <clears throat> I am hopeful for it. The cast looks really interesting. So yeah, man, we'll see. Post credit scene podcast, man. We're gonna wrap up, man. Yeah. Um, that was a good episode, by the way, guys. Yeah, efficient. I really enjoyed that. That was a uh, 
what seems efficient. But that was a Sean Dutch performance. Did the job. Got the job done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the job done. Uh, post Scene Podcast. <laughs> Check us out on all socials. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. Post Scene Podcast. You can also find us on all your DSPs. So Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Yes, sir. Amazing stuff coming up from us in the next... Hold well on. <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Uh, red Carpet coming up. Junkie with uh, Michael... Oh, got the name wrong. Michael uh, Keegan-Key. Michael Keegan-Key. Shout out to him. Um, and yeah, man, we've got two sp- important episodes, actually. Mm. Um, ranking our top our top series of the year and our top films of the year. With, is- with some special guests, which should be good. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. Huh? Oh, okay. Cool. That's the post good scene podcast. Wrapped up. Over and out. You know the vibes. Boom. Yes, sir. This is a post credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ.